Do you ever catch yourself wishing you didn't have to stay positive? Or maybe you've been working on keeping a positive mindset for years, but it still feels like a daily battle sometimes. Having a chronic illness means you're being told to stay positive all the time. And let's be honest, it's exhausting. Because pushing ourselves to stay positive is not actually positive. There's a much easier way to get a strong, positive mindset and all of the feel-good perks that come with it without the pressure of looking on the bright side. Check out my free resource, The No BS Guide to a Positive Mindset. In it, I give the straight scoop on strategies that work and common strategies that are a waste of time and energy. Go to andreahansencoaching.com now or use the link in this podcast description and get your free resource, The No BS Guide to a Positive Mindset, today. You are listening to the Health Mindset Podcast, Episode 10. Welcome to the Health Mindset Podcast, where your mindset gets results. You know you want better health. You know you want to take action. Learn how to stop sabotaging your progress so you can achieve the level of health you've always wanted for your life. Now, here's your host, Master Certified Coach and Author, Andrea Hansen. Welcome. As always, I am so glad to have you. I'm especially glad to have you here on episode 10. I'm so excited. I'm celebrating this milestone. I know it is not a big number in our little baby podcast, but it's huge for me. So as I say, you've got to celebrate it. I am going to celebrate it today by talking about something that I haven't really talked about before. Well, actually, okay, I have talked about it, but you may not have known what it was. So this is something that I practice personally, and I have practiced personally for a really long time. And it's one of the major tools that I've used to have such great health in the face of living with something like MS. Not everybody believes in what I'm going to talk about, but I think that's because not everybody understands it. And as with any school of thought, there are people who abuse it and just give it a bad name. Today, I'm going to talk about it head on. I'm going to talk about how it's helped me with my health and dealing with a chronic illness and how it continues to help me in my weight loss. And I'm going to teach you a few of the most helpful tools that I consistently use. These are tools that are every bit as important as getting the right nutrients for my body, as working out, getting enough quality sleep, eliminating stress. These are really important tools that are highly effective. At the end of this podcast, I'm going to teach you a fun and simple little tool so that you can try this out for yourself and see how it works. I think I live in one of the prettiest places on earth. I love the mountains and I love the energy. It's just palpable in this area. And since we moved here a few months ago, we've seen elk, we've seen a ton of deer, we've even seen an ermine which is so cute. It's If you don't know what that is, it's it's a weasel, but it's adorable. And in the winter, it has this all white coat with this tiny little black tip on its tail. It's, a, it's the sweetest thing ever. We've seen all sorts of animals here, but I've always wanted to see bighorn sheep. I've never seen them in the wild. I hear they're all over this area and I've never seen them. So the other day, after my husband and I went to brunch on Sunday, we decided to go drive up in the mountains. At the beginning of the drive, I announced just out loud, 
I want to see bighorn sheep. (laughs) I'm sick of not seeing them. I want to see bighorn sheep. I know they're out here. And so we started to drive into the mountains. And at first I'm, you know, looking all over the cliffs because I know that's where they are up in the cliffs. And I'm looking and looking and I can't see them. And then at some point, I don't even know when, I stopped really looking for the bighorn sheep and I just started appreciating how beautiful the mountains were. It was just a really pretty drive and there's a lake and the lake was frozen and there were ice fishermen on the lake, which is crazy to me. Um, So I was looking at the ice fishermen and we were driving around, getting lost and doing all of these things. I never stopped wanting to see the bighorn sheep. I just stopped actively looking for them. And then when we were coming back home, we were almost out of the mountain range. All of a sudden, my husband stops the car and he says, look. And I look over to our left and there's a sheep, a bighorn sheep just sitting there, of course, watching us because, you know, animals always see you (laughs) way before you notice them. And it's just, you know, chewing on grass. It's like 10 feet away from us. I'm looking this bighorn sheep in the eye. It's amazing. It's ginormous. And then all of a sudden, my husband says, oh my gosh, look over there. And we look to the right up on the cliff. There was like six of them, of bighorn sheep just laying there in the sun, chewing on their grass, doing what they do, watching us, of course. And it was unbelievable. So this is a great example of what I'm going to be talking to you about in the podcast for both the practice and a metaphor for how you can apply this basic practice to your health. So if you guessed what I'm talking about, if you've practiced this before, you recognize that this is the law of attraction. Now, there's a lot of information and misinformation out there about it. It's making its way into mainstream thinking, which is fantastic. It's making its way into the mainstream media. There's a lot of movies and TV shows that talk about it. It's fantastic. So let's let's just dive into what it is. On its very basic level, the law of attraction says that which is unto itself is drawn, which really just means like attracts like. It's a very simple process. It means when you are living as something and believing something and and thinking about something and focusing on it, you're going to attract more of that into your life. A really good way of thinking about it is when you were dating. If you or maybe you're watching your friends dating, that's usually a better <laughs> a better way. When you're watching your friend dating and say they have some a person that they're dating and they're not a great fit. Something's going on, maybe it's a little unhealthy. I don't know, they just don't like the other person and so they break up. If that person, if your friend doesn't go through the process of understanding what it was that they didn't want and changing their own development and their own selves to be more in line with what they do want. If they haven't done that, the next person that comes along for them to date might be a different person, might be slightly different, different job, different sense of humor. But at the core, they're just dating the same person. Until they change, until your friend changes, they're going to be attracting the same type of person. That's a great example of the law of attraction. It's like when you're driving a certain car, all of a sudden you see all of the same cars on the freeway or in your town, right? When we, (laughs) such a cliche, but when we moved here, we brought a Subaru 
total cliche to have a Subaru in Colorado, but necessary and amazing. We have a Subaru and then all of a sudden we noticed all the other Subarus on the road, which was overwhelming because there's a ton of them. But you are seeing what you are thinking about. You're in the Subaru. You're thinking about the Subaru. That's what you're seeing. It's why your friends are like you, right? Your friends might be different colors and different religions, and they might have different opinions and different state or, you know, senses of humor. But at the end of the day, you and your friends have the same morals. You have the same values. You have the same beliefs. Like attracts like. It's a very simple idea. So how exactly does it work with the rest of your life? This whole principle of the law of attraction is fascinating to me because it really taps into two of our core systems, how our brain works and our spiritual connection. Now, first, right off the bat with the spiritual connection, (laughs) I'm going to take a lesson from Oprah when she got totally (laughs) slammed for bringing in the spiritual connection into her into her uh, show. Do you remember that? That was crazy. But what I mean by spiritual, when I say that, it's just our belief of something outside of us that helps guide our life. This is not an organized religion thing. It's more organic. It's more connected and raw than that. It's spiritual in the way that you feel guided You feel connected with maybe animals. You feel connected with your own body. You feel drawn to certain things and certain people. There's a spirituality there. And it's built into us as humans to have trust in something bigger than us. There's been a lot of research into this. They used to call, I don't know if they still call it this, the God spot. Something that's in our brain, like there's physical spots in our brain that are connected to this God spot. There's a lot of theories about what it is why we have these built-in mechanisms in our brains to believe in something bigger than us. They talk about it being a way to process stress in a better way, to be able to give it up to something higher, you know, a higher power or have faith or whatever it is you want to call it. They've also talked about it as a way that we can explain the unexplainable. But it's something that as humans, we've had in us from the beginning of time. We're wired to know that this spiritual connection exists. The second system that the law of attraction taps into is our brain and how it works. Our brains both believe everything we tell it and want our beliefs to be true. That's why we have all these cognitive biases that I was talking about in the previous podcast, right? That's why we can convince ourselves to the core that there's something you know, bad behind that door, right? We can believe it. That's why we can watch scary movies or go to a haunted house. That's a great example. And react and feel like it's very real, right? Some people get terrified at haunted houses, even though they know it's not, it's not real. That person doesn't have a chainsaw. Well, not a working one. (laughs) At least I personally love haunted houses, but we can believe something to be true, our brains, our bodies can manifest it to be true. That's why you will feel it and you will, it will seem very, very real for you in the moment. Another way you see this is in the placebo effect, right? Knowing that a pill that you're taking is medication and knowing that it's going to help your body. When that happens, you can see physical changes, 
in your body and you can see results. You can see your body getting better, your body reacting to that medication. But hey, that medication might be a sugar pill. But if you don't know it's a sugar pill and you believe it's medicine, that's all it is, is your brain believing that you are doing something good for your body and your body is reacting. Your body is responding. Your body is manifesting that health. Our brains are extremely powerful and we need to be super conscious of what we believe and what we think will happen. When you put your belief in spiritual assistance and the power of the belief in your mind together, that's the law of attraction. You may have seen manifesting at work in your life. Maybe you feel like you manifested the spouse that you had dreamed about all those years when you were dating and kissing all those frogs. Maybe you're just really good at getting good parking spots or something like that, something small. But manifesting something like better health may sound next level to you, may even seem not really possible because it's such a different thing. Your health is so much more personal and sometimes more serious than getting good parking, right? Which is fun. It's fun to get good parking, but it's not life or death. And we all want good relationships, be it romantic or not, but our lives don't depend on it, right? Our health, that's the most personal manifestation there is. It's our quality of life. So looking at our health differently puts a different spin on things. It makes manifesting a little different and sometimes a little bit harder. But manifesting is manifesting. And the mechanics are the same if you want something big or something small. And I know you might be rolling your eyes at me because I rolled my eyes plenty of times at this statement (laughs) as well before it really sank in. It seems ridiculous to think that a parking space can be the same as being healthy with a chronic illness. But the principles of the law of attraction don't discriminate between what we want. The mechanics aren't what get in our way. We're the ones that get in our way. Not maliciously, of course not, but we do. And it makes manifesting harder because the stakes seem a lot higher and we tend to stumble a lot more. And not only are the stakes higher, but our health, our bodies are right in front of us. We can focus on manifesting weight loss and then see it not happening when we look in the mirror. It's right there. It's an easy trap to fall into. I used to feel like applying attraction tools to health wasn't possible for me. Changing my mindset felt like trying to climb out of a hole when the walls would just kind of collapse as I would try to to climb up. I would know what I wanted, or I thought that I knew what I wanted, and I would focus on it, but I would never see it happening. I would never look in the mirror and see it manifesting, right? I never really felt like I was getting anywhere. Or even worse, for like a minute, I would feel like I was getting somewhere and I would feel amazing, but then I'd hop on the scale and I would say, nope. (laughs) I would try on clothes and it would be like, "Mm -mm, it's not working. Or best yet, like when you see a picture of yourself, you feel amazing and then you see your picture and you're like, ugh, I don't look any different. I felt like it was hopeless for a really, really long time. And I'm so glad that I found out that, that it is not true and there is a way around that. It may require more personal development 
to manifest health with something like MS versus seeing a bighorn sheep on a Sunday drive, but the results can be just as tangible. So here's an example of a couple of tools that I use. One tool I love is finding appreciation. Now, this is not gratitude. If you've listened to the gratitude podcast that I did a couple of weeks ago, it's very different. Appreciation simply means finding things that you truly love without them giving anything to you or you owing them anything. Appreciation is what you can do to a piece of art. It's just there and you just love it. You can just let it fill you with that joy or that excitement or whatever it is a great piece of art will bring you. That's appreciation. An example of me using this is before we moved. So this was, you know, five, six months ago, not long ago at all. Before we moved, we weren't sure where we were going to live. We'd never been to this area before. We have no idea. It was actually kind of a fast move and everything was up in the air. And we were trying to find a place from a thousand miles away. It's pretty hard (laughs) to find a place to live. So I started to appreciate what I loved about our house in Dallas. The open spaces, the yard, the dog door, (laughs) the neighbors, everything about it. I, I focused on looking around the house and noticing everything that I really appreciated. And while I was doing this, I was still focusing on finding a house in Colorado. I still did my work in looking for it, but I didn't worry about whether or not it would happen. I didn't worry about being able to find a house that I wanted to. I just focused on what I loved in Dallas and I did my work finding a house in Colorado. And I have no explanation for it, but a perfect rental house in a perfect location for us came open and within a week it was ours. It happened just like that. I don't know how this house happened. I'm not worried about that. I'm kind of giving that up to the work of something other than me. But what I did was focused on what I appreciated, focused on what I wanted, and I did the work to find it. Another tool I love is living as if it's happened. So for example, with learning Zumba, (laughs) which is something I've talked about, I am completely not a dancer. It's ridiculous, my white girl in the moves. (laughs) They're awful. I've never followed choreography My first few classes at Zumba were ridiculous. I was literally falling over my my feet. But what I did was I started living as a person who goes to Zumba. I'm a person who gets a great workout from Zumba. I'm a person who burns a ton of fat in Zumba. I'm a person who has fun and understands the moves. And that not only helped me stick with it, but within a few classes of deciding that I was that person who did Zumba, it clicked for me. The Zumba moves clicked for me. I got the choreography. I understand how to follow new choreography. All the counting made sense. I started to really pick up the different moves and then notice the repetitions. I got a great workout. My, My energy increased with the workout. I could do it that much better. I felt that much better when I do it. I can't say that I look as awesome as our teacher (laughs) when she does it, but I get it. I'm in it and it's working and I feel my muscles working with different moves. I am seeing results. I loved it before I got a lot better at it. And while I was falling over myself, I was appreciating myself as a person who does Zumba. These tools are simple. The difficulty comes in the execution 
The difficulty comes in being able to live as is when you're seeing proof that it's not. (laughs) The ability to trust that what you appreciate will come and not freak out about potentially having you know, a crappy place to live <laughs> in our new town or about results that you don't want. Manifesting better health is totally possible. But as you've seen in these two examples, manifesting doesn't mean you don't have to work. That's where I think people get confused. I think that a lot of people think manifesting means that you can sit on your couch eating ice cream all day and you can manifest a 50-pound weight loss, <laughs> if you believe. No. To manifest that parking spot, you need to be in the parking lot looking for one. To manifest our house here, we were still looking. To manifest strength, you need to be working out in some way. Right? This is a co-creation, which means you're not schlepping on your end. Right? The difference is when you apply these principles, the working gets easier. The consistency lasts longer, and you don't have to worry about how it will all come to you. But you do think about what you'll do to hold up your end of the deal. That's why I love this and use this as a major tool in my health, because I'm contributing too. And when you focus and you believe and you contribute, amazing things will happen. One day you'll notice how much your body has changed and healed. You'll meet people that help you with your goals that seem to come out of nowhere. You'll start to hear the exact things that you need to hear in order to keep going or to make the change that you need to get, you know, to get better. This is an amazing process and a core part of the health mindset. What you believe, how you feel, and making sure you flush out any hidden sabotages are crucial. Your health and overall well-being depends on it. And how great is it that you can totally deliver this? I'm going to list some of my favorite resources and information on how you and I can hop on the phone and talk about manifesting your health. I'm going to put all of this information in the show notes. So you can go there at www.andreahansencoaching.com slash HMP010. Here's the bottom line. What you focus your mind on matters very much. If you focus on doom and gloom and weight gain and illness and fear, that's the rabbit hole you'll go down. It will cycle around and around and create more fear. And you will be in a position where you don't give 100% at your workout or even go to work out. And you don't realize how often you're diverting from what you know is healthy. You'll adjust to the feeling of not getting what you want and only deepen that practice. So let's not do that. (laughs) The option is there to do the exact opposite. Focus on your health, focus on your well-being and what you appreciate and how healthy you are. Because of your circumstances, it may feel a little bit hard at first, but we must do this if we want more health and well-being. We simply cannot focus on what's wrong and get a life filled with what's right. It does not work that way. And just making ourselves feel happy all the time doesn't quite get us there either. There's a desire, a work ethic, and a deep awareness of how to get out of your own way that's required. It's not crazy to think that we can use our minds to manifest health. It's not crazy to think that there's more spiritual power that's conspiring with us to get more of what we focus on. And it's not crazy to believe that we are all capable of what may seem impossible. It's just the way it is, and it's time to use that to your advantage. 
If you don't feel like your manifesting game is giving you the health that you want and you want to know how to make it stronger, I invite you to reach out to me. Email me at contact at andreahansencoaching.com and let me know how you would like to get better at manifesting amazing health. I can help you get there. So here's what I want you to try this week. I'm going to start off giving you just a fun tool that I learned from my first mentor, Martha Beck. Think of something that you want in your health, something pretty specific, like losing weight or you know, going to your doctor and having him or her say, it's like you've never been sick before, <laughs> right? Whatever it is. Then think of something that will represent this, a totem, if you will. It's anything you like. It can be an animal. It can be a shape. It can be a landmark. When you see this totem, you know that your goal is coming to you. So when I did this, the first time I did this, I was in Arizona at a life coach training with Martha Beck. I was just brand new life coach getting getting trained and certified. And my goal was to be successful as a coach. Because <laughs> of course, right? I was a little bit skeptical of this at first. I'd never heard of the law of attraction before I met Martha and, and her people. And I was like, what is this? And so when I was thinking about a totem, I wanted to pick something that had you know, I had a very little chance of seeing. So I was in Arizona and I thought, okay, a zebra. When are you going to see a zebra in Arizona? I wasn't going to go to the zoo. I wanted to make sure that when I saw this, I knew that this was the manifestation of my totem and this is what it meant. So I picked a zebra and I also said that I wanted to see it before I left Arizona. So I gave it a timeline. And this was at the beginning of, I think, three days. And I didn't see it. I didn't see it. And I heard other people, you know, oh my gosh, I saw my my unicorn or whatever it was. And they were all excited and still nothing. I was starting to think like, am I crazy? Like, what am I doing? This is ridiculous. And on the very last day, a few of my friends and I went to the hotel gift shop to get some swag. I was looking around and it was all the typical, you know, everything you think of as an Arizona gift shop, right? It had the geodes, had the sand art. It had the postcards of the desert, right? And then my eye scanned into this big basket full of little foam balls for little kids. And I looked right at a ball that was wrapped with this cartoon of a zebra. It was right there. This picture of a zebra was looking at me in the eye with this big goofy smile on it. Oh my gosh, right? A zebra in Arizona. And the second I saw it, I was filled with confidence. I just had this feeling of excitement for the success. I was like, oh my gosh, success, success did come. And so of course I bought that little zebra ball (laughs) and I still have it. And anytime since then, when I see a zebra, I know it's like a little wink. It's like a little wink from the universe. And the important thing is that every time I see it, I fill up with this, ah, success. Yes, it's coming, it's here. I have this knowing and that's the power of the totem. It gives you these little sparks of just knowing, of living as is, and believing and focusing, even if it's just for a second or two. So pick a totem for your health. The more out there, the better. Give yourself a time frame to see it in. It can be, you know, by this time next week. And just hold, hold on to it in your mind. All right, remember when I was talking about the bighorn sheep, I knew I wanted to see them, but I wasn't focused on seeing them and scanning for them the entire trip. Right? I kind of allowed myself to get distracted by other things. I allowed myself to have that appreciation, but I never stopped wanting to see it. Do the same thing with your totem. I want to hear about it. 
this week. When you see your totem, email me and tell me about it. Thank you. Also, I want to say for sending in your questions last week. It was really great to read them. I have chosen the lucky winner from that email, from last week's email, that will receive a complimentary 15-minute laser coaching session from me. And I love it. I love it so much that I'm going to do it again. I'm not sure when. So stay tuned for more opportunities. I'll definitely tell you. And I have a feeling it's going to be pretty soon. So also stay tuned for more podcasts where I dive into how you can manifest health and weight loss. This has been so much fun to talk to you about. And it is so important to have this tool in your toolkit, so to speak. So I can't wait to hear from you. I can't wait to hear when you see your totem and what it is. And as always, you can talk to me by emailing me at contact at andreahansencoaching.com. Can't wait to hear from you. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more good stuff on how you can stop striving and start achieving your healthy, beautiful life. Until next time, take care.